0: i'm testifying i'm flying above the circle i got to find that
1: watch as i plan to show you and die. climbed up the ladder they don't know just what i'm holding electrifying lifting you up and over again they can't define us an indestructible force to deal with it never hurt us there ain't no See on like the this but I'm with my brother, he tagged me and get some body beat up, he you can't get the house, but we we'll put you up
2: to the up and over podcast a professional wrestling podcast where a bunch of marks discuss pro wrestling where everything's a work and none of our opinions matter anyway firstly let me introduce the eclectic duo from wilmington north carolina firstly big papa c and the c stands for control your narrative that's Cortland.
3: you're a bitch yeah. <laughs>
2: i do remember you saying i'd like a new nickname and i'm running with it so it sounds good yeah i just want
3: to know what about me makes you think about racist piece of shit. You know, it's not Ooh.
2: that. It's uh, yeah. the videos yeah. that I get in private from you uh, of you driving. <laughs> Gotta control my narrative today. Um, oh yeah, dude. Did you get... a... The
4: videos I get of you in private. <laughs> <laughs> control of the narrative.
0: Listen, everybody. Is this immediately... We're nah, immediately gonna
2: get like demonetized just. on YouTube. Everybody... It's like a minute in.
0: Everybody listening, you guys don't know what goes on in the Up and Over Pod Snapchat group. Oh, Lord Jesus. And now then his, not tag gonna find part- out.
2: his tag team partner, Kenny Omegle, the former Scientologist, <laughs> my man, Patty Mills.
1: What's up, y'all? Look, nobody's racist. Just keep me moving. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: don't know,
3: dude. Sarah Logan looks kind of racist. No! Oh, we'll get there. We'll get there. Can we
2: stop we, for one second? We have Pat. our Cadillac
0: uh, <laughs> Okay. What Ethan? What I, Ethan? Go I ahead. I was gonna man. say Pat's gonna be going overseas here in a here in a few weeks to visit somebody.
2: Stop. <sighs> we have our Cadillac cowboy himself. That's my man Ethan.
0: Howdy, howdy.
2: And
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be
4: great.
2: The lifeblood of the Up and Over podcast, the man behind it all, streaming from his living room that looks like a guest bedroom—that is Casey El Gordo Gringo.
4: We're literally two minutes on the dot. Into
2: and this it's already episode. been chaotic.
0: <laughs> well, Here's hoping I you don't
2: have too much editing to do, Casey. God. <laughs> um, I'm going to be completely honest. When we went to record our Up and Over breakdown, uh, what three days ago now? Um, My Discord just kept shit in the bed, so uh, who knows? I might not be here for half the the, the entire podcast. You don't know how hard it is being Mike Klinsky. Fellas, today on the Up and Over podcast, we have New Japan Pro Wrestling's G1 Climax from 2018. We're doing tournament matches from night one and two. Um, But before we get there, let's talk about the week of professional wrestling. Typically, we record on a Tuesday, so before AEW Dynamite, but... Because of me, that's all I'm gonna say. No, it ain't. We're recording this on a Thursday, um. So, this past week on Dynamite, the biggest thing that happened was Samoa Joe won the Ring of Honor Television Champion World Television Championship from uh, Minor Suzuki, and uh, we had uh, what's his name? You know that tall basketball guy. What? Singham him
1: saying? Singh. Uh, what's his name?
2: You're close. Oh. Yeah, he's a sing for sure.
0: I didn't, you didn't I mean, see it? The show ended with Joe and Suzuki, right? No. We have yeah. you serious? Oh, oh, yeah. oh, my God. Ethan, stop. reaction. That shit it. don't exist for me, bro. That's some two TNA. That's some ROH shit, bro. Tony. Hey, bro.
2: I'm I not going to shout out.
0: ROH.
2: I'm not going to shout out the podcast that Ethan listens to, but they loved it. Why don't you love it?
0: Because I'm not. I'm my own person. Fuck that shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, As Cortland alluded to. Sarah
2: Logan is controlling her narrative. She's just her <laughs> narrative. <laughs> Corlin Sarah just Logan. looks disappointed that I'm even talking about it. Like
3: I'm disappointed that I don't know. I don't know what I expected out no. of um, her, like as a human being, like outside of the ring. But like I enjoyed her in ring. I I enjoyed a lot of her work with Liv Morgan, um, but. Yeah, dude, seeing that shit really bums me out.
4: But all I know is that she used she's, she's a fucking a hunter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 you, you know who she married to,
3: right?
2: <laughs> Raymond Rowe. Yeah, Raymond Rowe. Do you think he's a dork? He's straighted. To... To yeah, he, can't, he can't be a dork, right? I was gonna say. All I knew, all I knew prior to.
1: Yeah, he can't be a dork.
0: All, most of the all
4: I knew prior to her being announced to being on Control Your Narrative was that she was a hunter, so she likes to fucking shoot shit. And like mm-hmm. her and fucking Raymond would go like Viking LARPing and shit. Or they dress like, up well, as Viking Which is like, not,
2: pro- that's not problematic. Which I'm like, that's so fine. Let's so go that's
0: back. That's not what are they, problematic. What are these people, Boogaloos? What are they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's something like that. It's, um, something it's the Boogaloo. Where... That's, that's actually what it's called. That's the, the Boogaloo. Inside. They're supposed to be tough or something. You damn Boogaloo. Racist ass dumb fuck. <laughs> Tell him, <he's laughs> this. Tell, him <laughs> Tell him me, Ethan. Yeah, <laughs> I ain't got to say, y'all motherfuckers. You know where I'm at if you got something to see about it. Oh, fuck. Lord, Jesus. I mean, it just and don't. And
3: then it... uh, Braun Strowman. You know, we're all, most of us are in North Carolina. Pull up. Look, look, i got to be wrong. completely hey, oh, honest. Do not. Do not pull up. Don't pull gotta, up. To me. I'll don't, cut don't, the cord
0: there. Don't pull up. i, I got to be completely me. honest be, with you. Go be
1: racist over there, man. Go be racist over
3: there.
2: It, Adam sure saw me. Find a
0: better barber. How about that? So Adam
2: sure saw me take a picture of him, and I'm pretty sure he wanted to beat the fuck out of me at WrestleCon, yeah. and it's my favorite thing. But he didn't. He, he, he didn't. You know, and he he's fucking huge, so dude. He could have fucking picked me up and ripped me yeah. like a piece of paper, but he didn't because he's know. a bitch. Fuck you. I'm controlling my narrative, you big no. piece
0: of dog shit. Like, <laughs> you know that guy sits on his phone, and his big ass, he can barely work the phone, but he knows how to make himself look stupid on the phone. So you know he's probably gonna somehow find this and sit in his circle jerk with EC3 and all them and see this somehow. Bro, he, fucking,
4: he got into in a whole horror. he got into a whole Twitter argument with Buff Bagwell, which mind like you, bu- Buff didn't fucking did miss that? Buff did yeah. at control your narrative. He didn't at Braun Strowman. He just used control. He used CYN in a tweet, and this yeah. little fuckhead vanity searched. Yep. Right. CYN to have a whole conversation. Yeah, it was like a whole thing like the other day. It was a wild,
3: dude, wild I was time. Say, what world do we live in where I'm backing Buff Bagwell? You see,
1: look, we should know this behavior. Y'all saw Adam wore to that wedding? Mm. Y'all saw that outfit. Pink Crocs.
2: Dude, I'm not... He, all right, Yo. Hate on everything that you want, but those pink Crocs went fucking hard. Hold dude. on, Yeah, but not what? with that ugly
1: ass shirt. Yo, <laughs> this man was I'm just out. saying... <laughs> Of,
4: <laughs> he showed up with that fucking haircut and was allowed into the wedding
1: it's, it's greatness but
4: mm-hmm. like how the fuck was he even allowed? last <laughs> he was
1: probably Jack <laughs> Count
3: yeah, Olaf bud. I don't know why Alexa Bliss let him in her wedding after he killed her career with that mixed match challenge
1: Look. Yeesh. Yeesh. all right so <laughs>
0: You know, this was the most intense start to the show I think any of us ever expected, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, buff the stuff. Who thought that his redemption in 2022
2: would happen? Not yeah. me. No.
4: Not, Not AJ Gray. He, he fucking hates his ass still.
2: <laughs> I'm going to be completely honest, dude. I don't know if I've ever been in the presence of somebody who looked more like shit. Than Buff Bagwell, he looked fucking <laughs> bad, dude. He looked, Charlie bad. Oh, Maybe dude. Charlie Haas, oh. dude. That's what I was gonna get at. Maybe Charlie Haas and Pat, the guy that you know that was in the Stone Cold gear. You know who I'm talking about? Fuck bro. that guy. You know who I'm talking about? They look. They were probably the top three shittiest looking human beings oh, yeah. in Dallas, Texas that weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, but I right. love Buff Bagwell. We'll clip this. I'll post it on Twitter myself. I won't put it on the podcast. I'll put it on my own personal Twitter. I'll get in a fight with Buff Bagwell. No. Anything else you guys want to add on the week?
0: Um, We got
4: another super-duper extra surprise from Mr. Tony Khan. Oh, yeah, we have that coming up.
2: (laughs) Just fucking surprise. (laughs) Just stop fucking saying it. Just do it. It's not him. It's not him. It's, It's... like, Turner, like, media wants it that way. They don't want—they hated that Sting was a surprise. They hated it. hmm They said it brings more people. Give me
4: fucking Claudio. I don't give a fuck what—I don't get—I yeah. don't care about—I yeah, understand. C-
2: Claudio Cesaro or whatever we have, name's gonna
4: be now? We have, like, 75 new people that they keep bringing in. I don't give a fuck. I want the King of Swing to come back, and I want him to fucking start eating people around.
2: That's all right, all real quick, cool. I, I'm not trying to get on an AEW talk, but I did message Ethan this. I said, okay, we have Jay Lethal, Sanjay Dutt, and this big son of a bitch. Sutton Singh, I think, is his name. Did I get that right? Maybe. Joe needs two people. Why not bring in the Kings of Wrestling, man? Give me that shit. Yeah, remember,
3: when the lights went out, I thought it was going to be Cesaro. I started jumping up and down, and then it wasn't. <laughs> that's and, a, that's a kick in the balls. <laughs> I, was like, Dude. I was like, Claudio, it's got to be – it's It's
0: gotta be. It just makes Who's sense. Who's this tall bitch? <laughs> I I really think the announcement's gonna be something to do with a New Japan Super Show or something. Which is fine. Oh,
4: yeah. Like, it's fine, but also, like, come on. Give me what I want.
3: I mean, also we have, you uh, if you're listening to this, oh. Friday, uh you have Rampage at a special start time at 7 o'clock, which is a death match between um, Adam, Adam Cole. Cole and Heyman yeah. Adam Page. It's yeah, a Adam Texas,
4: Texas death match. I wasn't Texas saying it.
3: Sorry. And then uh Saturday you have uh, Battle of the Belts 2 which also includes uh Dalton Castle challenging for the Ring of Honor Championship. So I'm so it,
4: excited for the boys to be on national television again.
3: Yeah man, I think that uh <laughs> I think that this is really cool shit and being able to have that match as your battle of the belts and still be able to put a really great world title match on your rampage live rampage special star time. I feel like it's going to work out really good for them or at least hopefully, um, I might've switched the two matches, but Mm -hmm. I mean,
0: Oh, oh, like you would've gotcha. My fault. Um, Also on Saturday night, uh, New Japan's Windy City Riot in Chicago. You got Moxley vs. Osprey, Ishii versus Suzuki, Tom Lawler. Who's Tom Lawler facing? Somebody good. I can't remember offhand. Hopefully Lost it's him. Jerry Lawler. Um <laughs> <Cut> the shit? <laughs> <laughs> Cut the God shit. damn it.
2: We can't but have anything nice on this podcast. I've just Battle come to realize.
0: I watched Sorry. Battle of the Belts on replay or something. I'm watching no. the right, start to finish.
2: That's fair. Dude. We'll just bust that out. Ethan's coming over for that, so it's fine. Um, what else is there? Um, I don't feel like we talked about it, and I just want to put it out there. I really hope that this whole Elias-Ezekiel thing that's happening on WWE Raw, I really hope that they are two different people. I'm like, I know it's not <laughs> possible, but God damn it, could you imagine? <laughs> I, listen, dude, I'll get Elias awesome. and Ezekiel tattooed on me. I swear to God, I would. <laughs> It's, I think it's great,
4: man. What's, the the only thing that's, fucking hilarious. The only it's thing that's so really funny. making it is fucking Kevin Owens losing his fucking yeah. mind on Twitter. I, 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 oh, God, I, I see God, it he, in your eyes. You're Elias. One? He's
3: the only one that knows? Like, that's and amazing. Great. I love it. Like,
2: this is awesome. Ethan, I, I like know, know you hate WWE, but there's two things you need to tune in for. Veer Mahan. Number <laughs> one. Every week. you this man Yo, know, Rey Mysterio is <laughs> going to get father
4: of the year for letting his son get the shit beat out of him by Veer. Two, yes,
2: <laughs> Ezekiel Elias and that the crazy discourse that's happening because of that is massively entertaining. <laughs> um, I'll tell you what, though. I drove Pat home from Dallas, like from the Dallas trip, from my house. Stayed with Cortland and Pat to watch Raw. And we watched Veer show up. It was a beautiful time. I'm glad we got to share that experience together. (laughs) Nobody will ever take that from us. All
4: right.
2: Enough about Veer Mahan. Um, I'm glad that he was sent. Um, Today we have, like I said, the New Japan Pro Wrestling G1 Climax from 2018. The first two nights. Um, Those blocks are the only things that we're covering. Um, Both nights took place from the Oda City General Gymnasium in Tokyo, Japan. Um, night one was on July 14th, 2018. Night two, July 15th, 2018. We'll jump into night one, which had 3,907 people in attendance. And our first match of the A block was Yoshihashi versus Togi Makabe. Um, this was an awesome tournament opener. Uh, it felt like a perfect spot. Uh, Admittedly, Yoshihashi hasn't really ever done anything for me, but this was kind of a really fucking stiff match, and they beat the shit out of each other. And I was here for that. Um, Maccabi smashes Hashi's face against the ring post, then hits a disgusting spider German from the top rope, followed by the King Kong knee drop for the victory. I went three flat on it, um, and I'm going to start with Casey.
0: Bad choice. Terrible choice.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Me and Ethan have talked about almost all of this at this point, so he just knows what I'm going to shit on. That's fine. I will admittedly say I this is my first Yoshihashi match ever. <laughs> and so going into it and having the commentating team being like this motherfucker needs to get zack together. And I'm like that's kind of fucking harsh. And like there's admittedly some cool spots in the match, but ultimately I was like no, they're they're fucking right. Um Yoshihashi's kind of the
2: shits. It's probably uh, <laughs> the best match I've seen of Yoshihashi, by like, the way. It
4: wasn't admittedly bad. He just did.
0: From the year prior.
2: Really?
0: Like, <laughs> he
4: just did, like, objectively nothing for me. Like, I just <laughs> didn't care. And, like, I, I don't Because, like, yeah, like, the fucking. the That Spire German's fucking gnarly as shit.
0: There See, was. So oh, a is great. Mm-hmm. Makabe Maka is, is great.
4: Yeah. And, like, the entire arena knew that Makabe was great, because that's all they kept chanting. <laughs> they only cared about him. Um, there was a power bomb at one point that, like, it, it, when it connected with the ring, it was so hard, the ring didn't even give. Like, there was no bounce from them. It was just like, and that was it. And I was like, Ugh. <laughs> Um I, I gave it the Gentleman's 2. That's
2: true?
4: Jeez. Damn.
2: <laughs> Unfair. Objectively,
4: when... They ain't doing shit for me. I can't. Can't be nice.
1: Jamie hater. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Pat, I'm gonna pass it to you, sir. Yeah,
1: I gave it three and a half stars. I mean, I feel like an asshole. I should like fucking give it one. Goddamn. Casey just <laughs> watched a
2: totally different match. I just didn't like
4: it. I don't fucking know. No, feel, you. I'm fucking with i with you.
1: with you. I with it. Um, I didn't hate the match. I felt like uh, I fucked with the stiff offense, and you know, from both competitors. I like the attempt of the Spider-German suplex reversed to the sit-out powerbomb that I assume it's what you were talking about. I think so. Yeah, I like that because I like the finish of the match. I felt like it you know, kept the story together. I didn't hate it, but um, I'll be honest, I have three and a half stars in my notes, but it was, was the first match that I watched of this pay-per-view. Erase
4: so, race that half star there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's they got right. objectively better from here.
3: Yeah,
2: Cortland, did it?
3: I went three and a quarter. Um, I enjoyed it for the most part. I think like y'all pretty much touched on everything. It's not like I didn't turn on this pay per view super excited for this match. And I mean, as an opener, the crowd was behind it for sure. So, I mean, you can't beat it up too much. They told the story that they wanted to tell. They got in. They got out. I don't want to beat it up. You know, I think it did its place, and I'm glad it was
0: first. So,
2: Three, and a, three and a quarter. I like it. Ethan?
0: Um, I like the match. Um, I rate stuff a lot lower than most, so I did two and three quarters, but I could easily see a three or a three and a quarter with it. I mean... Two and three um, quarter, Ethan and I have talked about, is a good rating for Ethan. Like, that's yeah. an enjoyable oh, yeah. I mean, match. I give a lot of stuff two and three quarters, but fucking Yoshihashi... Every year, they put him in the G1, and they've tried to do this thing of like, like, oh, this is going to be the time Yoshihashi steps up or whatever, and I've never given a flying fuck, um, and it's never really worked. He's had some good matches. Um, he he had a good match with Omega in the G1 the year prior, and he has some good matches down the stretch here. I mean, shit, this was a good match to me. Togi Makabe is great. This is his 15th consecutive G1. Jesus Togumakabe. Christ. He won How fucking the, crazy is that, dude? <laughs> he won the 2009 one, so, I mean, he he is a... I don't and, know like, what, what, what I don't number guess. is this for Tanahashi? This is, like, 17 or 18 I consecutive? I don't know. It's fucking crazy. But fucking, I okay. love Makabe, especially because we don't really see him that much on the cards nowadays. Um, So I enjoyed just seeing this because he's like an Ishii <laughs> kind of a guy. He's just going to beat the shit out of you. And Yoshihashi, admittedly, he's one of those where he's not – I don't think he's bad. I just think he's positioned higher than he should be, you know, kind of like how I feel about Brian Cage. It's like if you put him where he's supposed to be, you're going to enjoy his stuff, but you keep trying to push him like he's higher in the card than he's supposed to be, you're just going to see all his flaws and not – you know, it's just going to make you think he's shitty. Um, so it's for I love that
1: that's the
2: comparison. Uh, that's the, comparison <laughs> that's the analogy? That's people – couldn't be <laughs> further apart. Um, the only other thing that I noticed, the only other note that I have about the match is Yoshihashi's gear was very Shinsuke Nakamura, like, reminiscent. Um, our next match, somehow Casey thinks it gets better, uh, was Bad Luck falle versus Hangman Page. Uh, it was fine, I guess. Uh, Page's moonsault to the outside is one of my favorite things in wrestling right now. Super sick. Um... Hangman wins via DQ after interference from Tomatonga. Uh, the gorillas of Destiny and Fale beat down Page, and we're preparing to hang him with a noose until Kenny Omega, Kota Ibushi, and Chase Owens come down to make the save. I went two stars um, because I feel like with the time they had before that interference, it was fine, but it did nothing for me. Pat,
1: gentlemen's too as well. Um, you know, I literally agree with everything you said. There's nothing. I mean, it's it is what it is, man. I feel like it's kind of a microcosm for fucking Adam Page match. You know, he's just wrestling okay. Then he gets jumped, and his homies help him out. It's kind of, of what I see <laughs> every fucking week. So I don't really. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like you know, it is two stars.
3: Cortland, I went to as well, man. Uh, it's the DQ in a tournament match. When uh, this is a DQ, but the but the L- but the L- match L- after that. Fuck it. <laughs> Chair spot with the arm and the whole fucking like corner post wasn't a DQ, but this is. It's, it's up like, to the ref. It's
4: ref discretion.
3: I'm pretty sure they use the same fucking ref. <laughs> there's, right, three, you, there's three
4: dudes in the ring. He's of course he's gonna stop it. He can't defend himself. The chair is gonna fuck it.
2: Yeah, he didn't call it for a <laughs> quick minute, dude. He was like, "Oh, it's a fucking interference. What do I do? I don't know." <laughs>
4: you yeah, gonna fight
3: just, back no all right well <laughs> yeah they just i don't know man It just i don't really like dqs in tournaments unless like it's obviously way faster than this um i feel like wasting 10 minutes on a, like in a tournament bracket and then getting a dq finish kind of of everyone's time like if that's the plan get to it and get the fuck out so we can do what we want to do next because like tournaments are meant for decisions they're meant for like the blow off, you know, and we're not getting anything out of this unless it's progressing the storyline, which inevitably we will eventually get. Um, but I mean, looking at it right then and there, I would have been annoyed. But hey, looking back on it now, it's two stars. Good job, question
2: mark. It's the firing squad, baby. Ethan.
0: Um, I went two and a quarter on it. Um, I actually enjoyed it. Um, you know, these undercard matches, they they never really do DQs and G1s like this. Um, not that I thought it was the best idea because this clearly is the same shit they're doing with the Bullet Club now. And hence why I hate that shit. You know what I mean? They just do the same shit and they just made it even worse. Um, but here it was just fine. I mean, the week prior you had the huge angle where the firing squad turned on the elite. So all that's super fresh. You know what I mean? You got a whole long ass tournament of fucking twenty something shows to get through. You know what I mean? I think they're just trying to start a thread of some stories to get going yep. throughout it. And to me, you can't have this filet hangman match, which is the fir- this is the first show since that big angle happened. You know, if they just came out here and had a normal match and no screwy shit happened, I mean, it's kind of like these yeah, dudes I mean, fucking had a huge ass group dissension. It's like. To me, if they ain't fucking gunning to get one up on the other, it'd be kind of weird. Just, all right, hey, man, Fale gonna have a good match. And everyone's gonna stay in the back and just watch them have a good, fair match. So, (laughs) not that, you know, I'm a fucking DQ guy or that this, you know, I loved it. But Fale, you know, I don't want to see Fale wrestle more than this. And I don't even want to see, I don't think Fale should even have wins or losses. Just leave the motherfucker alone. So the fucking DQ is just fine. Two and a quarter. Omega and Ibushi running down at the end. I love that shit, man. I don't care. I'm a fucking honky. I love fucking Omega Ibushi and hey, man. Wait,
4: you weren't <laughs> jumping up and down for Chase Owens to come down?
0: Chase Owens can go shit the bed. He's nothing. Oh, He's just fucking God. riding the coattails of the Golden Golden Elite.
2: What a go. fucking dork. There's somebody out here, uh, out in the world that th- thinks Chase Owens is uh, Chase Owens is the best wrestler. He is in the, world. the
4: crown jewel to them.
2: That's. With that said, I guess Casey, you can fucking go. I guess.
4: Okay, first of all, I wanna I wanna say something because uh, you came at me, and uh, the only real sassy one is Ethan today. He can fucking fight everyone. I don't give a shit. I said it gets objectively better from here. I didn't say it was
3: better. <laughs> I will Not say hard.
4: watching. I will say watching this match now and knowing how the whole storyline has ha- is progressing with this whole Bullet Club thing. I think it does technically do what it's supposed to do. This
2: motherfucker's going three and a half man.
4: No, I'm not. I'm just saying, I think that they I, their timing with New Japan shit's fucked all the time though for this stuff. How are you going to literally have this and then be like oh fuck, well we just did you not look at what how you already set the brackets up for the G1 to be like well this is the first fucking match on like, that they're going to be with each other? Could you just done it then? <laughs> i don't know I also i just want to point out because no one talked about it uh hangman gets fucking yeeted into the crowd and clears three rows yeah. of chairs yeah. and i was yeah. like Fuck. that's
0: the thing bro like i can't <laughs> shit on this match because sure it's nothing crazy but like i don't want to see these guys go back and forth you yeah. know what i mean i just want you know what i mean Fale they to beat the shit around. out of each
4: other that's it you know that's I mean? all we need
0: Fale's- Swung him around. The crowd's warming up to Hangman. Fucking no complaints, man. You ain't got to. And, gotta and also, at this point,
4: no one knew where the fuck Hangman really stood with the situation because he's always been like the fucking redheaded stepchild of the Bullet Club. So they were like, is he going to be with them or is he going to join the firing squad? We'll fucking tune in next week. And then they fucking made the decision for him. I gave it two and a quarter. Fuck you, Mike. Uh. <laughs> coming at me about this
1: yeah
2: that feels it's
1: a, harsh, hard dude anyway, michael elgin.
2: yeah we get michael elgin versus evil as our next match ready for this
0: discourse right here good god here,
2: so here's the thing right ethan and i have taken losses with new japan thoughts ethan's i will get to later in night one but mine was no no no. Okay. i have the floor sir
4: i have the Thank talking you. stick
2: clean it up i put on for evil for a little bit <laughs> <laughs> he he he's good. the fucking shits man <laughs> he's not good Cortland. i need you to straighten up because it's coming to you here in a minute can, can i just can i
4: just say real fast My only, my my main note was I have never wanted Evil to win a match more than right now and he failed.
0: Mm -hmm. I'm going to be the odd man out here. That's all I'm going to say.
2: The story of the match was Michael (laughs) Elgin's arm and you had Evil kind of work heel for what felt like one of the first times. Um, Evil did work his arm for the majority of the match. The final stretch of the match was fucking awesome though. Um with Elgin coming out on top after an Elgin bomb. I don't have a lot of notes on it, but I did go three and a half. I didn't hate the match at all. Um, Smart man. It was a good match, man. Uh, but Michael Elgin's a fucking dork and evil's boring as shit in 2022. Um, that's, you want to talk about objective thoughts. Um, I that's objective how it feels. It's true as fuck. There it is. Uh, Cortland.
3: Uh, I gave this three and a half as well. I enjoy this for the story that's being told in the ring uh Elgin sells the arm better than most people that you see selling um and it felt like evil knew just how to to lay it in right and make it look believable as hell um there's good stuff, man, like he did the uh crucifix bomb, but like he couldn't get evil all the way up and for like the sit down pin of the. Of it, so like he just slams him, grabs his foot, flips his ass over, picks him back up for a power bomb, and slams him so hard, man, like the ref bounced off the fucking mat from it, um, the crowd ate it up, I ate it up, um you know it's good stuff for what it is i'm not <laughs> I'm not a fan of evil per se, like for love of God, like stop wearing what you're wearing. Um, man, look like, foolish, bro. Like, uh, you didn't
4: like the, <laughs> Elgin, the scythe with the seven and a half no, foot long blade on it?
3: No, <laughs> no. no bro, and, like, Elgin, I'm not also not a huge fan of. You're, like Mike said, you're a dork, you're a nerd. But at the end of the day, you can whoop my ass. So, like, you know. Keep shit, too. <laughs> <clears throat> I like you in this match. I'll tell you that. Um, I really enjoy both of their work in this match. So. Three and a half, I have zero complaints.
0: Ethan. Well, guys, I want to preface this by saying, on a week where Michael Elgin has decided to emerge from whatever shitty home he lives in to get back on Twitter and argue with people about the allegations and whatever else about him, I
2: don't know oh, you know. he's got allegations? Hold on. Oh, dude, yeah, he's oh, wait, a piece of shit. Wait. He's not a good dude. Look These at aren't me. allegations. Look Let's at me. open that panel Look
4: lines. at me. Look at me. It is Thursday night. This goes out tomorrow. If I have to edit any of this, I'm fucking getting on a plane and we're fighting. <laughs> no, 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 no.
0: I just, I just <laughs> hey, man, listen. I'm not saying nothing crazy. Group chat, just, baby. Group, you're group not, chat. You're good. I just good. think that I think it's worth mentioning because I'm not going to sit here and say this is a good match when... What's happened recently is Michael Elgin got announced for Noah, which I think is fucking stupid. He's been blackballed for a while now, for a couple years, soon after this tournament is when he got black. And fucking blacklisted, whatever you want to call it. And I think it's shitty that they're even letting him come around. And I just want to preface that, because Michael Elgin is a very stupid and shitty individual.
3: Well, Um, hey, man, if
0: Marty Skrull can come back, why can't he? You know? I think they all should be shipped off into the ocean and just sink that fucker. <laughs> oh, wow. Amen. And... Anyways, this match in a vacuum, and the time that it happened, and what it is, is a good match. Um, I was worn out. You know, this was before any of the Elgin stuff came out, but I was already worn out. Because as a preface 2 I've watched a lot of these matches already because I watched this tournament as it happened. So I'm kind of... Comparing and contrasting when I rewatched some of this shit, um, but at the time I was already tired of Elgin even before his allegations, um, and so watching this match, what are y'all laughing at? No, 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 keep talking, keep going. Um, I don't know, I'm lost now. This was a just good match, three and a quarter. I'm lost. Y'all threw me off. Move I'm on. sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, bud. You're good. Is it my
1: turn?
2: Casey. Yeah. Why am I yeah. going? because I, <laughs> I go in like a circle here, man. He just—he
4: has—he has his ways, and it works. I had to watch this match twice because I talked a bunch of shit about it, and then I was implored by both Corlin and Ethan to rewatch it. Cause like I hate Michael Hogan, so I like buy it with a harsh prejudice. Fucking rated this low. I rewatched it. It's fine. Fuckhead does an okay job at selling, I actually don't super mind evil at this time in this particular, you know, once again, never should be fucking world champion. Um, Three and a quarter. But
3: they play their roles, dude. Their roles are played.
4: Two big meaty men slapping meat, fine. What the fuck ever. But like, neither one are champion material.
0: Yeah, no. I agree. You stick
4: stick to lower, lower titles, we're fine.
2: Three and this a quarter a
0: super solid undercard match. I mean, I just loved you know the focus on the arm and everything, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. a solid little fucking match, you know.
2: Because
3: one of those things about this match is that like you forget the arm for about a solid minute or two, and then it's brought you brings you right back just because he gets a flurry of offense, tries a lariat, and it has absolutely nothing behind it, and then it seems like. Once he finally gets the fire up, he hits it, finally drops evil, and that crowd is 100% behind him, dude. Like, they
0: the roar stuff. in there is very crazy. They loved Big Mike for whatever reason over there. Yeah. yeah.
2: Dude, because he, he fits
0: Japanese wrestling really well. Yeah. I'm he sure does. I knew what led him to this point. He's also for, like,
4: He's also back. just big fucking... Strong white guy, and so they're just like, "Yeah, do the things." Yep. They're like, "Fuck it," but yeah, he's just—it's like watching paint dry.
1: Pat. Uh, th- somebody wrote in my notes: um, three and a half stars. Um, <laughs> I don't know who. I don't know who would do such a thing. It's a
0: fine match, dude. It's fine.
1: It is a fine match. Yeah, I, I didn't really hate on the match at all. Meltzer kind of went four,
0: so don't feel bad.
2: Well, I think Pat just read what the Michael Elgin situation is. I think that's what he was doing. and That's why he was like, oh, like showing Portland.
4: Alleg- Allegedly, I had wrote three and a half stars. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: But yeah, I mean, I, I didn't,
1: you know, the match was good for what it is. Um, I'm not too fond of either of their get-ups. We were talking about outfits earlier. Uh, Evil's. Dumb and Mike Logan looks like Sailor Moon, so it's like <laughs> what the fuck. You? <laughs> <laughs> so, like... Um, but the sound of the arm is cool. I liked. Uh, I can. I always rock one up. Uh, Suplexes, this is nice, dude. But um, uh, I mean, it ain't nothing crazy, you know. What it does.
2: All right. Sure. Well, our <laughs> next match um was something. Um, we have Minor Suzuki <laughs> ah, taking yeah. on Hiroshi Tanahashi. Um, almost immediately, Suzuki attacks Tana's knee and has a disgusting knee bar locked in. Uh, I think Casey had mentioned to me, he was like, you're going to watch it and you're going to get sick. Um, and My knee is
4: still hurt.
2: Uh, some of the ways that Suzuki manipulates Tana's leg is nausea-inducing. Um, the match was fucking awesome um, and is a perfect representation to somebody who doesn't understand why Minoru Suzuki is looked at as villainous as he is, it's a perfect match to watch because he is fucking mad in this. Um and he's a killer. Uh Suzuki starts with some palm strikes and you literally see Tanahashi's hair fly off his head. Um he hit him so hard, you see hair fly off of him. Um then he had like Tanahashi's dragon screw which another moment that I was like Ugh, like, oh my the god! The
4: sound that came out of Suzuki.
3: I mean, you, I. you yeah. heard him make w- that noisy? For ever. a second,
4: I legitimately was like, "Oh, he just fucked his knee up." I mm-hmm. was like, "That knee exploded." Sorry, he's walking out
1: though. He didn't. It wasn't. He was walking out.
4: Oh no! Of I, I, I mean, that fucking they they worked me into that shoot, but I was I was sitting. I was like, Oh fuck!" His knees exploded. Like, because <laughs> here <hearing laughs> Suzuki go, "Ah, oh, fuck!" Like he was.
2: Uh Tanahashi manages to overcome the odds. He wins via pinfall after a high fly high fly flow. Um I initially went a different rating, so I'm gonna split my rating down the middle. I'm going four and a quarter here. Um it was lovely. I really enjoyed it, thought it was an awesome thing. I initially went four and a half and then I rewatched it and I was like, All right, buddy, calm it the fuck down. But I liked it, man. I really enjoyed it. It was compelling and I uh I loved it. It felt as real as you're gonna get, which was cool. Uh Ethan.
0: Yeah, um, so initially <laughs> when I watched this, uh... Not to panic a, like, you.
2: Huh? Not to panic you, but you're up, sir.
0: Oh, you didn't panic me. Um, I initially went three and three quarters on this, but then watching it back, I'm going four flat. Um, they just are fucking ruled, man, because this was, uh, touching on earlier in the year where Suzuki beat Tanahashi for the Intercontinental Belt, I think back in January of this year. And this is their first match since. And so, Suzuki going fucking... Well, I think Tana actually charged Suzuki at the bell and tried to go for his leg. And Suzuki's like, nah, man. Yeah. I got he was like the low ball drop kick. And yes. then, within like 15, 20 seconds,
3: Suzuki hit it on him. After yes. they like try to do like a weird dive, chase him out of the ring, come back
0: in. It was really clean, too. Yes, dude. It just fucking rules, man. It's just, you know not doing a lot, but doing a lot. You know what I mean? Like, they didn't fucking go in here in a bunch of spots. They didn't even throw a ton of strikes. It was just a story, it is, you know okay. what I mean? Six months in the works, you know what I mean? They're touching back on something from the beginning of the year in the summer, and still, as soon as the bell rings, it's like you're all the way back at that match initially where all this shit started. Um, it's just little stuff like this that I love about New Japan. You know, they can capture lightning in a bottle and fucking run the shit home. Uh, four stars for me. Uh Tanahashi gets his win back, so everyone's happy. I mean What can you say, man? Good match. I
2: like it. Casey.
4: Um I gave it a three and three quarters. Uh I love the fact that they really worked on the fact like on like this is the first match of like fucking twenty something matches in this tournament. And uh and like Tanahashi's just not tapping. And, like, you can hear as the longer and longer it goes, like, the commentator's are like, just fucking tap. Like, it's two points. Who the fuck cares? Yeah. They're like, save your fucking knees because you're going to wrestle tomorrow in some fucking obscure tag match. But, like, fucking get on. Like, stop doing this to yourself. And, like, eventually he, he was able to power through. But it's like it's like them, like, like literally Suzuki just being a piece of shit and being like, this knee's coming home with me. <laughs> for like eighty percent of the match, it, yeah, it's great. I I think it's it tells a great story going into the rest of the matches in like the first chunk of this block and like continuing on that like like they even commented on they're like now everyone's gonna go straight for that fucking knee and every match Satanahashi's tanahashi's gonna be in now.
0: Yeah, I think that's what makes the G one super cool because it's not just a single elimination tournament no. You- round robin so everyone has to face every. yeah you know and then it throws in all these different logical ways you can spin why someone's doing something why are they going why did fucking firing squad not give a fuck about getting a DQ they knew they were going to get DQ'd but they didn't give a fuck about that two points they got the whole rest of the tournament we all
4: all know bad luck file ain't gonna get a shit ton of points in this
0: tournament come on now (laughs) you'll be surprised he beat Okada in the G1 one year I know it's fucked up It is fucked. It's very fucked. But no, nah, not to break up your point. You can That's fine.
4: That that was it. Yeah, but
2: Pat,
1: four stars. Um, it was awesome. You know, the match was fucking sick. Uh, it's definitely like if you want to know why Suzuki's a legend. This is definitely a fucking match to watch. And it's crazy watching it after watching what was on fucking television last night. Um, it's just the man's a fucking alien, dude. Like it, it doesn't make any sense, dude. Um. Cortland said while we were watching it, He works his leg for about 30, 20, 30 minutes, and like, it's not fucking boring at all. Like, like I loved every second of it, to be honest with you. So, yeah, four stars.
3: Cortland. Uh, I have, I went three and a three quarters. Um, I could go four, you know, but I feel like three and three quarters is respectable uh, for where it's placed on this card. I, I really enjoy it. Um, like, I, like Pat said, dude, he works the shit out of the leg beginning to end, and it's never boring. Suzuki's one of those guys that can be on the ground, and you're so compelled to continue watching his hands because you don't know what he's about to do next. Um, there's a sequence in it that I really enjoyed. He sat in a heel hook and stood back up, dropped back into the heel hook, got up into an ankle lock, rolled over into a half-Boston crab, Held the half Boston until he did his own flat back bump yeah. whenever they were trying to roll out of it, and he's right back into a heel hook and he never let you go of the, the at all. The,
1: and this is STF. all, oh, and I
3: forgot the STF before the half Boston, yeah. And I mean, all of this is within 45 seconds to a minute and a half, and all of this is done flawlessly. Um, Suzuki is a madman. And... You just love to see two guys that just know each other well. They know how each other is going to work. And they sell the shit out of it. I don't know if I was expecting this finish and as abruptly as it happened. um, But I definitely enjoyed it. And I'm excited to see more of their stuff together.
2: I like it. And then our main event for night one. uh, Jay White taking on Kazuchika Okada. Um, this was right in the middle. Like, for context of Ethan and I, like, we had met three months prior. Um, and he was super invested in Okada's, like, loss of confidence. Um, and, like, jumping, like, from being the Rainmaker to being, like, this weirdo. Um, and you could just see that, like, he just didn't know who he was. Um, he also was not a fan
0: of jay white i wasn't um this was around the time where he started to come around on me because remember it was the omega match mm, before this where i started to turn a little bit on him in a good way jay white's a king
2: and deserves the world um okada was about to hit a dive over the barricade on the outside and i don't know if anybody else heard it but Kevin Kelly decided to tell us that he was a track star in high school.
1: He did say, he yes. was a track
2: star in high school. <laughs> I'm like, Kevin Kelly, you stupid motherfucker. Um,
0: <laughs> it wasn't you buddy.
2: i like, God. Uh, there's something really beautiful about these, so obvious that it's not obvious at all. Uh, link between Jay White's heel tendencies and this. And the shit going on with Firing Squad, and how those things are very
0: obviously linked, that they weren't linked at all. So, Um, I don't know if you were going to mention it, but both of Okada and Jay White are in K. Yeah. So, Okada's technically Jay White's leader. And to touch on the Firing Squad thing, Jay White, a few months prior to this, faked out Kenny Omega. Because Kenny wanted Jay White to join the Bullet Club, and that's why they have issues now, because Kenny had jay white in the ring they shook hands jay white gave him the blade run. he had the bullet club shirt on all his on, but still all that he beat kinda... his ass so mm-hmm. there's a lot of different factors that made this one feel feel special
4: mind you like that that was the night that he came back from his excursion wasn't it and so it's like he's just peeking at this point they're handing him over to be on, on the hottest faction of the time. And he goes, nah, fuck you. I'm joining chaos. And then this match fucking happens (laughs) and he's beating the shit out of basically his boss. Yeah.
0: And this is, it's very timely to mention. This is the first time they've ever faced. This is the biggest match of Jay White's to this point. I mean, Mm -hmm. bigger than mega match, you know, this is it for him, you know?
2: Right. Um, White hits a Saito suplex to the outside, Mm. which received like a visceral reaction from the commentators. It was fantastic. Um, Okada hits the Rainmaker, but White cracks Red Shoes in the face. Like beautiful back fist. It's so
4: good. (laughs) It's so good. Reminds me of a couple shows I've been to.
2: Um,
3: My lovelier part is them running the replay on that and then being like. Don Callis is like, I don't think that was intentional. And then it slows the replay, and they're like, Oh, of course it was intentional. And he was like,
4: Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I can't deny that. He was like, It was an accident it's in slow mo, and he's like, mm, no nope, that expecting was expecting a
2: receipt like that. He was <laughs> like, He
4: he clocked the
0: shit out of him.
4: But he, he also, Don red Callis red. fucking hates red shoes, so it's fine. He's like, He, he deserved
0: it. <laughs> I love the commentary team here, by the way.
4: Yeah, I do guys. too. They All night, did was...
0: really great. Rocky Romero being on there and Don Callis yeah. was something.
4: Romero hurt at the time?
0: I think he was
4: because like it was just kind of weird for him to be there. And at one point, I think it was I forgot what match it was. He gets fucking knocked out.
2: I'm gonna talk was about that. Bro, that shit
1: is so goddamn funny. We got minute. <laughs> I,
2: forgot <it> was, <laughs> I, I forgot
4: it was. I forgot it was this match. To be honest, I watched the shit on Monday. It's been a minute. Like, <laughs>
0: And because... Rocky, Rocky's out here fucking watching his two stablemates go at it. Yeah, so that adds to it too. Very his conflicting. Knock
2: his ass over. Uh, you get a low blow from White, followed by him just ECW tossing a chair in Okada's face, uh, and then finally the Blade Runner for the three count. Uh, Okada's losing streak continues, and White gets a massive win over his chaos stablemate. Post match, White says he doesn't give two shits about any of the fans watching live or at home. Uh, and that he doesn't care about Okada, who's been dying an embarrassing death since Bro, his fall at Dominion. He
3: doesn't. He doesn't care so much that as soon as the pin falls over and, and naturally oh Japan comes God. in and they put Dude. ice bags on Dude. everybody, this man crawls across the ring and fucking takes Okada's ice bag and puts it <laughs> on his belt. <laughs> Puts him some he insane. comes
4: up with the microphone and he's like I don't
2: give a fuck about any of you put them on both of his shoulders and just fucking
3: does this this is the funniest
2: thing he says that he had to pull the plug on Okada he says that chaos is his and that uh, this is his G1 and the only thing that anyone can do about it is breathe with the switchblade I love Jay White Um, in the back he says welcome to the new face of New Japan this is my company, my kingdom, Welcome my chaos. Market. It's all the Switchblades. Um, this was... Four stars flat? Like It was kind of a letdown on Okada's part, though, but it's kind of in line with what you expect um, at this point. Casey?
4: Um, I gave it a four and a quarter. Mm. I enjoyed the shit out of it. Um, there was, like, almost initially, there was, like, the... Yeah. It's the... Blade Runner countered into a rainmaker attempt and then countered out, and they were both just like ha ha, and like it's it made me smile because it was so fucking quick. It was just like and Blade Runner, like <laughs> and we're just starting the fucking match. Um, Okada still has one of the nicest drop kicks out of anyone. A lot of
2: people think it's the best in the biz.
4: I, I legitimately think so. I think if it's not, I'd have to compare others, but it's it's one or two.
3: Dude, I mean, how far did Jay White go across the ring for that fucking running dropkick in the corner? Yeah. Like, dude, he went from A to D, like, <laughs> so fast.
4: Um, Everything else, uh, I'm just trying to see if I missed anything, everything else you we pretty much had already kind of talked about. I wrote at the end I was like someone needs to strap a rocket to fucking Jay White at this point. Like <laughs> I I fucking loved him at this time. I had a I had a, a friend similar to Ethan that just fucking couldn't stand him and I never understood it. And like watching this back again, I was like, nah, I was fucking right. It's fucking great.
2: hmm Like it's good mm. shit.
4: Just Pat. I went for a flat.
1: Um, I could go four and a quarter. I mean, I went four flat though. Uh, I like the match that a lot though. There's no knocks on it. I have no problems with it. Um, I am not the biggest Jay White fan, but it's not that I hate on him. I see like it's really what it is because everything I've seen, I've loved. So it's like I'm just indifferent. I feel that. Um, I mean, I love the match. Yeah, which I I kind of got more from Okada, but I mean, everything he did was basically flawless. Even him like doing. The not-so-great shit that he was doing. Like, you know, it, I don't know, it's just weird. But I kind of wanted more out of this match. I know my man to the left fucking loves this match.
2: Hell and, yeah, uh, good. <laughs> I mean, it's
4: it's still, you know, it's it's match one, so, like, yeah. you can't go balls to the walls, but...
1: Exactly. <laughs> but it's greatness. It's great, you know? You know what it is.
2: Cortland, tell me you went four and three quarters, bud. Five. I did. Yes. <laughs> yeah man, I love this match a lot. I think the outside work was
3: great. Um the barricade work between the Apron and the barricade with Jay White and Okada's fantastic. He just I think it was a solid 8 to 10 times back and forth between the two. The Irish whip into the barricade was devastating. Like that whole fucking thing shifted and in Japan if you don't watch a lot of New Japan, they usually have like On the hard camera side or on the opposite side near commentary, they have multiple guardrails. And he's threw Okada so hard that he went through the first two and hit the fan barricade. That's how hard he went. And the gate flew open. Um, So that was super sick, man. Uh, I really enjoyed Jay White's work as being this heel. Uh, He talked the entire time getting an Okada's head, which is exactly what they were selling, was that JY just wanted to be an Okada's head. Does he believe he can beat him? Yes, but he knows that he can beat him mentally faster. And that's the story that he's telling. Um, And it worked out great, man. I really enjoy the Blade Runner here. Uh, Dude, it just looked so fucking good. Yeah. Uh, Okada's one of those guys yeah, that can just take like... everybody's finisher. You fucking line them up and he's going to take them just the way that they want him to be taken. Uh, I have absolutely nothing negative to say about this match whatsoever. Um, I love the shit out of Jay White. I hope that we see more Jay White pulling out. More tournament style matches. Because that's the kind of guy that you want to run your... Uh, a small tournament or a big tournament like this. I feel like that's definitely one of the guys that you would pin, like, handpick, and be like, out of the six people that I need to run the duration of this thing, he's one of them. I like it. Shout out, Red Shoes.
2: Shout out, Red Shoes. Ethan. This was uh, was three and
0: three quarters at best. That's what I gave I knew it. I I knew it. (laughs) I knew it. Yes. (laughs) You're happy that I gave it three and three quarters yeah, I knew you
3: were going to. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> I just knew you were going to. Um,
0: ah, I know that's why they all saved me for last.
2: Um, yeah, there's a lot. It's th- all by chance. I swear to God, it's all by chance. I just pick somebody, and that's how I run it.
0: Um. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, y'all really covered all of it. I mean, I loved what they were running at this point with both of these guys. I mean, the trajectory of both of them. You know, the story tells itself. Um. Okada coming out with the balloons, you know, kind of acting all wacky and wazoo because he lost the fucking belt. You know what I mean? in this whole match, I felt like Okada wasn't fully there, which is the story. You know what I mean? That's why I feel. I feel like me and Pat watch stuff with similar eyes sometimes because I feel the same way. This is when I watched this the f- first time when it happened, when I wasn't a big fan of Jay White. You know, I was just like I wanted more. You know, what I mean, I wanted more. You know, what I mean? but you know, because it. You know, when you watch these New Japan main events, you expect a certain style of match. That doesn't mean it's bad if you don't get that same style. Um, so it's the total Jay White thing's so hard for me because everyone wants to like him. I feel like a dick when I'm like not don't dislike him, but I'm not like fuck yeah Jay White type shit. You know, I thought what yeah, he do was good here. That hurts here. a lot sometimes to a wrestler is being indifferent. Like yeah.
3: you love me or you fucking hate me, being indifferent means that he's not doing his job right for you. You know, you're supposed to have some type of emotion, rather if it's good or negative. And <laughs> if you, you, you like are this just fine. fine.
0: You work, bro. And you're I just like up, nothing. I straight bro. up, bro, I barely feel anything from the guy.
4: You're putting Yoshihashi and fucking Jay White in the same
0: category? No, 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 no. Because no. Yoshihashi is a dull individual. Jay White's got a smart, fast mouth, and he's good with it. You know what I mean? And he can work him that. and, and another thing
3: about J.Y. White is like I've always I say it to Pat all the time, man. If if you want a guy to be your eight by ten, god damn, that's J.Y. White. That is a pretty ass motherfucker. Put a belt on him that looks pretty. Your entrance video is fucking sick. Your music's pretty fucking cool. Oh, yeah. I will
4: say I'm not you know? a huge fan of like the weird fucking goatee he had. I love it. No.
2: He's in a Sonic the Hedgehog villain era, <laughs> and it's fucking awesome. <laughs> I'm just saying, that's like awful.
4: fucking 2018 baby face, jet black hair with the fu- like all yeah. of it,
3: like that is fucking god. Sign me up. Yeah, Ethan, that's great. But like,
2: on your Okada like, okay. attempting to be Michael Cole.
0: Yeah,
2: frosty tips. Ethan, give it a shot
0: um fuck, dude, yeah, I went three and three quarters on it. I'm just I love you know Jay White stepped into this role super well, you know what I mean he it's like he went from being a young lion to being like a top heel overnight, you know, and there's no denying that. I will never deny Jay White's abilities and deny his spot in this company, even here, I never denied his spot in the company when he beat Okada, I can't lie I'm. You know, looking back, totally the right decision. But as Mike knows, at the time, I was like, "Man, why the fuck they just put him over Okada?" You know <laughs> mean? That's, you, that's me being a fucking fan of the babyface. You know, what I mean, being worked. You know what I mean? Looking yeah. back, you know. But see, that's the beauty of it, though. They worked me. You know, what I mean, that's the whole you reason know, we watched. this. That's the, the, the job, baby. That's, the, that's you what you want. This belief. You know what I mean? So yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna harp on my indifference on Jay White because this was a good match and a good match, and I'm not gonna shit on it. Uh, for me, it's a three and three quarter match. Jay White gets the biggest one of his career, and that's the thing. Now look, this is where the G one hooks you, man. First night, you got three big stories. I'd say off the jump, Jay White fucking beats Okada. Like, oh, admittedly, Okada's on a downward slope, but jay white like, no was,
4: but it's 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 a combination of he beat okada but then also it's furthering the story of like where the fuck did okada go like down is okada gonna drop
0: yeah you know what i mean and then you got fucking tanahashi on one left, you know and then you have the now overdone bullet club stuff um so let's get into block b mike night two there, let's fucking here on. we go night two july
2: fifteenth, twenty eighteen, three 2018 3826 in attendance we start off with Toriano versus Tomohiro Ishii. Here we go. This is this is the moment for you, Casey. This spills to the outside early on and somehow Rocky Romero takes a bump. I watched this and I'm not so joking
1: funny, funny, dude. 7
2: or 8 times. It's I so went back, funny. Dude, he's <laughs> sitting there the guardrail hits. It's like it's like it hits here. Boom. And he's like and like <laughs> <laughs> And like dude, it would have been funny, right? But then you have you have Kevin Kelly go, hey Rocky You good, and he goes, No. no. I'm like, how are you that like how did we get there? Well um, the the problem is
4: that he get he falls and everyone's just like, What the fuck happened?
2: I strongly implore you, if you're watching that a New Japan Pro Wrestling World, like NJPW World. You can go half speed. Watch the barricade get hit, and watch Rocky go. Shawn Michaels like WrestleMania ten, like whoa, and like throw himself back. It is insane. So um, you're
1: all right, Rocky. You're all right. Rocky's I laughed down. about it. It was Rocky's it's funny down. as fuck.
4: <laughs> He's um, just like my fucking back.
1: <laughs> no, nah, he Sorry. said. Uh, Don said he had. A, he was like, you need to pay attention, kid. And then uh, he said, I was getting orders on Rocky Romero.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Toro Yano fought in Pancrase, and that's the weirdest thought in the world. Jesus. It's bizarre. Yeah. Um, There's a great sequence where Yano outstrikes Ishii, hits him with like a forearm and drops him. Uh, Goes for a lariat, only to be countered into a German suplex. Yano shows his fighting spirit and lands a rope-assisted belly-to-belly, and Don Callis with the call of the G1. Yano looks like Jack Briscoe. I can't believe it. (laughs) Only for Yano to then get clotheslined out of his fucking shoes immediately after. Bro, it's like two seconds. It's so quick. (laughs) It made me laugh so hard.
1: Um,
2: Comedy spots uh, called the end of the bout with Ishii landing a low blow and a roll up for the win. This was entertaining. Uh, Two and three quarters. It was great. Uh, Pat.
1: would you give it hold on you two and three quarters? quarters all right i gave it three uh flat um, are
2: you lying to me no
1: i'm not i'm not i'm not i'm not uh, huh? i was just looking at Cortland's uh rating uh but i gave it three flat um i uh it was great man
2: he has my notes i
1: have his notes
2: <laughs> Cortland probably went like a star in three quarters no oh, actually no. he
1: didn't actually he didn't you'd be surprised um
2: that's why I was why no like,
1: just I, three quarter. I, I, I was like, damn, I respect that. But uh, yeah, I a went quarter. three flat. I, I like the match a lot. I don't really have a lot of complaints. Um, I love Don's call of everything in this match. Dude. Don Callis was like selling this shit for me because he was just selling the fact that uh, Toriano is like a joke wrestler. He's not like a real, you know what I mean? And he was just going, just talking so much shit. At one point, um, Rocky said like, you know, Yonah's being really impressive, and then Don Callis was like, one of his old personalities was actually a good wrestler, so I understand what's going on. Like, it was just... So he talks shit bell to bell. <laughs> it was just so funny. I don't know what... Um, and like, I love Ron... that... Uh, I loved the ending. I love that the ending was a low blow, um, because it was literally the fucking story of the entire match was like, is Yanni gonna cheat to win, and then fucking Ishii fucking cheats to win? I thought that shit was fucking awesome. So yeah, three three flat.
0: Ethan, what were you going to say about Don Callis? It's like, dude, Don on night one, he's fine. You know what I mean? Then it's night two. It's like, he's like, dude, I'm going to come out here and fucking act the fuck it's, up. Right? They, <laughs> night
4: two, first match in the G1 for Block B. And he's like, yeah, he's right. this motherfucker's crazy as shit. Like,
2: <laughs> Portland, the the floor is yours, sir. Excuse me, I'm pouring my Coca-Cola. Enjoy. What are you pouring that into out of curiosity? A mug. Oh, our Up and Over mug that you can get on upandoverpodcast.com where you'll find all of our merchandise.
3: Absolutely. And where you'll also find Up and Over Breakdown. That drops every Friday.
2: About this video,
3: we I went three and a half stars, Mike. Can you believe it?
2: I can't. Can you
3: believe it? Fuck yeah, man. Uh, I enjoyed this. Year. I thought it was super entertaining. This is probably... The only match of Giannis i genuinely have enjoyed and not been like shit <laughs> like I usually Carney do. Bullshit. But uh dude the opening of the match he did a very believable arm track. He did like a sidestep, uh hip toss that looked fantastic. The he did the typical turnbuckle spot where he just runs, takes off the corner pad. It's uh, probably one of the best slingshot spots I've ever seen. Yo. In, in wrestling, Yo. in years, B.G. <laughs> took that thing like I'm talking, chef kiss. Dude. Which if you <laughs> haven't
4: if you haven't seen what the stone pit bull looks like. That's all you need to know to, like, this man takes a fucking slingshot good. And you're like, what the yeah, fuck?
0: I'm a hero you see, dude. I just got a fucking... I loved looking at his ass when he barrels down to the ring. Like, <laughs> where's the first person I can fucking headbutt right now?
3: <laughs> Suzuki's not out there. Don't worry. Uh, there was a really cool spot when Yano decided uh, they were just kind of holding each other in a belly-to-belly position. And Ishii hits the ropes going backwards and using the momentum, y'all know did a belly to belly suplex mm-hmm. and dude it looked awesome. That was the enjoyed... that
2: was the uh, Jack Briscoe call. That's yeah, what that I was, was call. a Rope I've assisted belly to it. belly.
3: Yeah, I've always enjoyed that spot. Uh, there's only a few people that have ever been able to pull it off and make it look good. Uh Rick Steiner is one of them that comes to mind. Uh
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yo, <so> basically <laughs> Basically, you're saying we need the Steiners versus Yano and Ishii in a tag match. Yeah, that's not, the that's shit.
4: not never, that. I never. Hear me that. out. I'll, I'll, I'll sign on. It. I'll, let's do it. Come on now. Come
3: on, give me it. Uh, yeah, man. I, I thought this match was very entertaining. For what it was to be the first tournament match for night two. I thought it was a great pick me up after all your tag matches that you just. Enjoyed. And getting back into the tournament, it's a nice, fresh air, clean palate, get me over the shit I saw last night ready for this tournament. Um, And I think they both played their part perfectly. Ref was always in the right place at the right time. So no complaints, dude. Three and
0: a half. Ethan. Oh, yeah, man. You know me, buddy. I love you. All complaints. Star (laughs) three (laughs) quarters. Man, hey, man, come on now. You will never, never, (laughs) never hear me complain about Ishii or Yano ever. Yeah. Jay White? I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, nah, this is fucking, this shit rules. I mean, I love Bullet Club, but I low-key was just as much of a mark for chaos at this time. I mean, these dudes, Ishii and Yano here, they're in the same group. These chaos dudes are just fucking goofballs, including fucking O. They all are goofballs. Fucking Rocky Romero in commentary. Ishii and Yano fucking around. I feel like Okada's in the back fucking blowing up balloons and smirking at the camera watching this (laughs) shit. You know what I mean? It's just like, at at a time, dude, and I just want to tell everyone to look this up. This is not even, you could say it's off topic, but it's really not. Go on YouTube. Someone made a chaos music video with the Full House theme song and edited them all into it with names, and it's fucking hilarious. God damn it. (laughs) Because you got Okada, Ishii, Yano, Chuck and Trent and Rocky. It's just fucking hilarious. <laughs> and so when I see this shit, it's just like, I think of the boys. Just, you know what? This match reminds me of if two of us had a fucking match. That's
4: what this reminds <laughs> oh, <that's> not... <laughs> So Las Vegas. Beat this shit out of my LA. 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 LA, baby. We'll,
0: we'll, we'll reenact it. This is a pitch to sell some tickets. Los Angeles. March 2023, I'm going up and I'm going over and I might go under. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what kind now, of editing Casey's gonna need to do. It. That's all anyway, we're gonna get out. Anyways, uh, this was just a fucking blast, dude. Ishi and Yano and just the commentary and everything. These are just dudes being dudes doing shit, bro. Three and yeah, a
2: they quarter. Had a,
0: they had fun. Three, three and, quarter? and a quarter. Hell I yeah, that, dude!
2: And Casey, Mr. Gringo, I almost I th- went end five, end I five.
4: Uh, I love the fuck out of this match. Um, them coming <laughs> out and me knowing who Yano is, and Rocky Romero being like, "Hey guys, Yano told everyone he's starting a new leaf." no more funny business, he's gonna fucking wrestle, and I was like, shut the fuck up Rocky like, and then he started wrestling and I was like, what the fuck is happening and it's again, and it's like, yeah, he, he eventually gets to a lot of his comedy spots, but they were spaced out at such yeah. good moments it was like he was out wrestling fucking Ishii, everyone's really fucking confused Ishii gets the upper hand Yano goes to the outside, he grabs a fucking chair And he's like, I'm... And everyone's like, ah, he's fucking back again. And he's like, all right, fine. And then he goes and starts wrestling again. And then we get towards the end. He's like, that's a turnbuckle. And he fucking runs over and does the turnbuckle spot. Like, it's just like the way he went about it was so good. And it wasn't the whole match. And, like, yeah, he surprised the fuck out of me with how well he wrestles. And it's, like, a shame because, like, it's not like... It's not like some comedy wrestlers where it's like they can... Do okay shit, but like they heavily rely on their on their act. Like this yeah. motherfucker could not doesn't have he to be both. goofy. Like he doesn't yeah. have to be a goofy dude. Or- he just he's great at both things. Yeah. So and it, yeah, this is this is better than the first three matches of the A Block. Uh, three and a half.
2: Love that. Oh Yeah. Um, on to uh, dude. I don't know what it is with the second matches of both nights, but yeah, this is my
1: least favorite match of both blocks. <laughs> of- well, All right, really. here's the
2: deal. We get Tomatonga <laughs> with Tongaloa versus Juice Robinson. A couple quotes from Tomatonga coming out here. Yeah. I'm gonna make easy work of this ho ass muffin. Oh, ho as muffin. ass muffin. Then he also says he's dancing, and he goes, "That's how confident I am right now." Shit, you could put that shit in a gif on Twitter. Tag me, it. tag me in That's it. how fucking awesome I you know, am. You know, that shit you know, make you know. me laugh. He said it and it made all the
4: commentators laugh because they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's just a nutcase.
2: <laughs> yeah. And he's like, ugh, he's shit. Like, shit. Fuck I'm fuck like, Tag me in it. Ugh, fucking uh, put that shit on the shirt. Uh. Juice's theme is probably one of my favorite theme songs in all of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, I just enjoyed it. It fits his personality. Uh, but this match fucking sucked. Um, <laughs> you had some interference from Tongaloa. You had a pulp friction from Juice that got countered into a gun stun. And Tomatonga's your winner. It was a star and a half, and that's where I'm going. Um, Cortland. Oh, I, I messed
3: up. I messed up in my notes. <laughs> because, uh. <laughs> I put two
2: and a half stars,
3: Oh no, I, dude. I meant to put
2: one and a half. Rock with it, dude. No, no, no. Rock with no, two no, and a half. No, 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 it's no. totally fine. <laughs> this match was the fucking shit, it's though, the dude. It is bad. Uh,
3: I didn't like it.
2: Uh, <laughs> I didn't
4: like it. Yo, what do you
3: say? Yo, he say like it, it. Come out here and play with me. Yo, you
1: want
0: to play? you want to play? Uh, you know what? I'm all about uh, to start playing when you say that, boy. Oh, my God. I like Tama
3: I always have. I've enjoyed his work. Uh, I think it's one of the better uh, promos that we've gotten out of Bullet Club in a couple years. Um, Just for me, anyway. But this match just doesn't do it for me, man. There's absolutely nothing in here to pick from. I'm not going to waste any more time on it.
0: Great. Yeah. Ethan. Uh What's up, man? I went two stars on it, man. I mean, this is what you get, man. I've been watching Tomatonga do these G1. My man can cut a promo, brother. I'll never Uh, forget
2: the one you showed me, dude. It's so good. Kind of like Jay White. Ah, no. We're not disrespecting him.
0: Oh, y'all don't even find that one funny. Everybody upset because I pissed on your boy. (laughs) (laughs) God. (laughs) This Anyways. is what he
2: is. This is who he is. I know. <laughs> this is going to be on the podcast for everybody to hear.
0: Anyways, yeah, man. Two stars. I mean, I don't know, dude. If y'all don't give a fuck, I don't give a fuck. like move that. <laughs> Casey.
4: I love... I didn't hate
2: it. I didn't I, hate the match. That's what I'm
4: I, for. I love Tamatanga. I love Tama Gorilla's the Destiny. I, I genuinely like Juice Robinson. Uh these two motherfuckers do not mesh well in the slightest. Um, if Juice's hand is legitimately broken, let's just find a replacement. Um, not saying that him having two full hands would make the match better, but, like,
2: it was
0: rough. No one's in there, right? <laughs> Shut the fuck I fucking
2: hate this. I hate this so much. <laughs> gentlemen, gentlemen, if you two. guys haven't... If you guys haven't caught a Chase Owens match, consider yourself lucky because it fucking sucks. Uh, You went two flat?
4: Gentlemen's two.
2: Pat. Me too, buddy. How ass Uh, muffin.
1: I went two flat as well. Um, Yeah, it's literally my least favorite match on the... block. dude. I fucking hate this match. And it's not like I hate... Uh, I genuinely fuck with Juice Robinson. And, you know, I fuck with Tama Tonga. But um, this night was just not their fucking night, I guess. I don't know... (laughs) On i will say
4: i was legitimately waiting for hangman to come out i yeah, was yeah, praying yeah. that hangman was gonna come out and do some shit like Casey anything another DQ. i just wanted something because like dude. this match was fucking rough dude
1: yeah it's it is the <laughs> thing buddy yeah, I, I don't want to shit on it too much more but i will say this match and this match alone is the reason why it took like four days to watch this fuck because, like, I just kept getting to this, and I'd be like, all right, well, I'm about to go do something else. Or, like, I, <laughs> or I would at
0: just, point, like, at that have point, to watch this like 30 a, times. You take a hall pass, buddy. Skip that bastard. <laughs> Put it on
2: How two times. How long did this match been? go? Too long. Let's see.
0: Too long. Cage uh, match.
3: Fourteen minutes and four seconds. Oh okay. hell Ooh, no! <laughs> oh, I'm,
0: I'm a down at the star in three quarters. That was a all hard right.
2: Well, <laughs> <on> every- <laughs> <laughs> we uh we move on to Sonata versus the no, <laughs> You
0: Godo. No, some fucking spice and that, you that
2: here, Yeah, <laughs> everyone, change your ratings. We just need to we need to move forward. Yeah, I broke uh, my scale for this match. You broke your scale.
0: Uh-huh. I, I, made, made, like, I made a new rating. My first rating that I've given this rating. Oh, God.
4: Oh, God. It's negative one?
0: <laughs> no, 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 it's not.
2: If you hate this bitch, <laughs> you're a fucking moron. Uh, I don't this hate a, it. That's the thing.
0: It. I just gave it a new rating. This man went
2: six stars. Uh, this <laughs> took a bit for these guys to get into it, but once they did, it was fucking awesome. Uh, Goto hits a Yushigiroshi uh, with Sonata responding with his own, and the crowd popped big for it. Um, Goto turned Sonata inside out with a clothesline, which looked horrifying. He landed
3: on his fucking head, and I mean, like, heart, the bean. <laughs> <The> um,
2: <beam. laughs> Sonata rolls Goto up with a victory roll for the closest near fall of all fucking time. Uh, and the crowd was losing their shit.
4: Was this the one where they were getting confirmation on the two count?
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah it, was I mean, it was Jushin it was, Liger was and Jushin,
4: Jushin Liger was like standing up and being like, was that fucking three? <laughs> uh,
2: that pissed Goto enough off to uh, try to kill Sonata with a rope assisted reverse GTR. Uh, then Goto outmuscled Sonata and fighting to get out of the GTR, landing the move for the pinfall. Three and a half. It was awesome. I loved it. Ethan.
0: Oh, yeah. It's time, guys. My first ever Three and one-eighth one. <laughs> So, piece here's where shit. we're at. Here's where we're at,
4: right? First thing I wrote... No, shut the fuck up for two minutes. <laughs> uh, three and an eighth?
3: <laughs> hey,
1: explain. Explain see. yourself.
0: Explain yourself. I was, to, I was going to. The first thing I wrote, because as everybody knows, for a cheap plug, if you like three and one-eighth, Go ahead and check out Pro Wrestling Truth, buddy. I got plenty of, oh, actually, this is, but uh, in my first sentence for my review, I put, this was the definition of a three-boy for me. It's just a three-star, man, a good old three-boy, a gentleman, right? But then these guys decide to have that finishing sequence, and I'm like, man, I don't know, dude, I feel like that finishing sequence deserves just a little bit more. So I wrote down three and a quarter, and I was like, no, these guys don't deserve that. <laughs> what can I do here? And then I looked at my fucking... You know what I did? I took this out. You are a fucked on. up
2: individual, dude. I said, Hold
0: on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I, can uh, <laughs> I can do so three and an eight. I
2: can tell Godo, that this is going to be the Instagram clip. <laughs> so Godo, Sonata. I like
0: to a lot. <laughs> Sonata... So I can do some yeah, stuff. Yeah. but the truth of the matter is, they're never gonna have a match that I'm gonna sit here and write a note about.
2: All so right, three so... and
0: eight, the first ever three and one eighth from Ethan from the Pro Wrestling Truth. I don't even know if y'all want to co-sign this, so I won't even say from the Up and Over Pod. This no, go a- ahead, because you are no, part no, no. of the if, Up and Over Pod. If we're, if we're doing, if we're doing like
1: fucking part part fucking fractions in this goddamn. <laughs>
2: Buddy, okay, three and an eighth. I want you to know, as I'm reading mine, he texts me three and one eighth. I knew what was coming down the pipeline.
0: God damn it, man. I knew I knew what <laughs> was coming down the pipeline. Dude, literally uh, the eighth, that eighth is for fucking Sonata trying to find it from getting that GTR. It was just fucking sick, honestly. Go that a quarter like a normal cool. fucking human. Bro, they don't deserve a full quarter. These dudes fucking are bland, bro. Goto is great, and Sonata is willy-nilly, his... His most exciting move is a moon, song and he does uh, it well. But that's all he does. Is Casey, the floor is yours. If you don't have an eighth in your fucking rating, bro, I'm done doing this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like PCO. I'm in a fucking electric chair. Oh my god!
4: I gave it three and one sixteenth.
0: Oh my Damn god! It.
4: <laughs> no. I'm fucking with you to three, like. Right. Side tangent, because I have, like, fucking ADHD, um, did Sonata break his fucking face recently? Do you remember hearing that correctly? Like, he had to, like, step down, because he has, like, like, a fractured, like, orbital socket or some shit. How? I don't fucking know. I thought, like, I remember seeing something I'll recently. T- it could have been him, it could have been someone else. I don't fucking know. Someone looked that up. Um, yeah, yeah just... he does. He, does. Yeah.
1: he has a... Orbital fracture, March 18, 2022 Yeah, he
4: first. had to like he had to like drop a title and shit for it. Mm-hmm. So okay. yeah. So I'm behind. Fucking get well soon, sonata. Um I mean, there ain't much else to talk about. I can't say shit to three and an eighth. So just pat <laughs> I guess.
1: uh three stars flat. I mean I, look.
3: <sighs>
1: Man, I don't want shit on this match. But I'm not gonna say anything positive about it. It
3: was decent. Uh
1: and I'll keep it moving.
3: Corlin. <laughs> oh, I'm three and a half. I really liked it, man. Um I thought the finish was fantastic. I think these dudes beat the shit out of each other. Not a whole else whole lot more I want when I'm two hours into a pay-per-view. Yeah, it's just
1: forgettable, man. These like, dudes
3: beat the fuck out yeah. of each other, and uh I get to see some guys land on their heads few. It's not well,
2: the luck. Yeah. Well, then, takes us to our next match, uh, which is Kota Ibushi versus Zack Sabre Jr. with Takamichi Noku. The uh, Don Callis quote good to start shirt. it off. Does Kota Ibushi have the best body in wrestling? I'm going to yes. say yes. Yes, yeah, it um, does. Don he is Callis, a fatty, baby. Here's the deal. Don Callis wasn't unhinged. It makes sense. Don Callis was horny on day two. That's Hold all on.
4: Didn't like Rocky Romero say something about, like, his physique in, like, protest, and then Don Callis looks at him and goes, take off your goddamn shirt. Yeah, he exactly.
1: yeah. <laughs> like, when you take,
4: take, your off. Off. take your shirt off? He was oh, like, it. we're, like, the same size or some shit, and Don Callis is like, fucking bet. Take your shirt off. Let me see if it looks like that, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and Rock and is like, I'm just gonna stay here and be quiet.
2: <laughs> um, I'd make the argument that Kota Ibushi sells his, like, sells pain with his facial expressions better than anybody in pro wrestling.
0: Um, he's the most sympathetic guy dude of this generation yeah. he, like,
1: it's, really, it's real can, It's real. If, fit.
0: if you don't know shit about him you watch a match you're gonna be like damn I want that guy to win you know what I mean yep.
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, ZSJ counters Ibushi's moonsault to the
2: outside by snatching him in an E-bar and pulling him down to the apron and then to the cool. floor which was fucking sick awesome The reaction
4: to it was great because everyone was like, "Jesus fuck!" Because like he (laughs) jumped himself on his, he jumped himself on his head, and everyone's like, "Oh god."
2: (laughs) Um, Saber pretty well proved in this, if nobody believed it already, that he was the best submission wrestler in the world. Um, everything that he does, he it just looks fucking miserable. Like it looks horrible. Um. These two worked snug, beat the shit out of each other. I thought it was awesome. Uh, the final sequence, starting with the uh, Kamigoye attempt, countered into an octopus hold, uh, was art at its finest. Uh, Ibushi finally lands the Kamigoye for the pinfall victory. Four and a quarter. I thought it was fucking awesome. Uh, Casey, floor's yours. I,
4: it's It's not your fault. Um, it was just a slight misstep. It's not was. It is the greatest submission wrestler. Um...
2: I haven't. Saber is the best mission-based wrestler you, you in the world.
4: You said was. And, I, and I, I was, I'm not trying to be mean about it. You said Sorry, was. Dad. I just want to make sure we all know. It Dude. is. Go I don't... I don't to, 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 <laughs> Come on! Taking the half a gallon of milk to the dome. I want Zack Sabre Jr. to go nowhere near AEW or WWE. I want that man to be protected. At all costs, the only time I'll ever want to see him face anyone from the States currently is against Wheeler Yuta in a fucking pure match in Japan. I want America to do nothing with it. I want him to be like the best kept fucking secret at this point.
0: Why? You know we're going to get him and Danielson. They've been... That's fine. I want
4: it on that side of the ocean though. Oh, I don't want to fucking like- here. I want him to stay there because I feel like he's gonna come here and they're gonna fucking ruin it somehow. Like, yeah. he's an amazing wrestler. I love Koto Bougie. He fucking... Marble statue of a human. Like you look at them, you're like, man, fuck you. Like you get a little mad when you look at them because you're like, why the fuck do you like have this good physique and you look pretty? Like and you
1: look like a like a boy, like you.
2: And he looks like He's a nice human being. Yeah. And then Who and, then
1: I, have, I cool. thoughts,
4: and then I have I have all those thoughts, and then I have.
1: He's
0: like 40 you? or
4: 41 right Fuck. now. As as your...
1: Jesus.
4: Mind you, all of those things, when you look at them, like, Google a picture of them if you've never seen them, and then there's the clip of him with the fucking Roman candle on top of a car. Like, it's he's shooting he's it out of himself and ago. shit. Like, 39. that's fucking ridiculous. 39 um, years It's a four and a quarter.
2: I love it. Pat. Uh,
1: it's a four and a quarter. Um, I agree. Uh, I'd fucking... I Like this match a lot, dude. I watched it a couple times. It's just fucking, it's good, man. Uh, Sabre Jr. is a goddamn king, man. And like every fucking time, I'm just gonna watch that shit. I fucking rock with it, dude. And Ibushi, you know, looks great.
4: <laughs> I'm trying, I'm like, I'm like, he gave four a quarter, I gave four a quarter, you gave yeah. him four a quarter. Four a
2: quarter,
1: <laughs> we're in there, man, because I, I, dude, I, I could watch this shit. A million times. Dude. It's a clinic. It's a fucking clinic. And like of like how to sell, how to be the best submission wrestler in the fucking world. Like it's just it's what you want, bro. And I have no complaints.
3: Cortland, I'm in four and a quarter. Um It's got great shit all over it, man. kota abushi is one of those guys. I know he gets the John Cena hate. He's the hand picked golden guy, but like look at the motherfucker. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Put him in some fucking Fruit Loop colors. He's gonna sell more shit. <laughs> um, these guys tear it the fuck up, man. Zack Sabre Jr. does. Uh, I have a spot written down that really blew my mind. He went for, he countered a power bomb, or Sabre countered a power bomb into a guillotine, and then into an Uma Plata, and reaches for the the leg, yeah. And while yeah. Abushi's reaching, for,
2: grabs the arm, and mm. it's like. You
3: can just slowly see, like, the leg is getting closer to him, like, for his arm's reach, that as he gets closer to the rope. Like, they know the distance and the story that they're telling so well. Um, that I have absolutely no complaints about it, man. I think that these two are destined to beat the shit out of each other forever.
2: Ethan, the pressure's on, bud.
0: I, get, I went four and a quarter. Yeah! yeah dude, we there's something on. so nice about symmetry with us. Yeah. So, this match is a special one to me. I don't want to say it's one of my favorite matches of all time because I didn't go, you know, some crazy high rating on But it's definitely one that I've watched a lot of times. Um, And just watching this again, um, I remember in the day after this match happened, and uh, I literally skipped to this match because I was so excited to fucking watch this match. Um, they had only they had wrestled twice before this, um, and this was the tiebreaker in the series. So that kind of mm-hmm. had the hype going into it because, right there, you know, and either one of these guys could really get the win here because you know it's just two points. You know, it's high stakes, but it's not like one's out the tournament if the other. Yeah, cause, you know,
3: yeah. So. Saber defeated Ibushi in the New Japan Cup earlier in the year, and Ibushi beat Saber in last year's uh, G1.
0: Yeah, I was going to throw that in there. And Zack Saber Juniors was on a run here similar to what he's on. He ran through the New Japan Cup, tapped Hashi out, tapped all these dudes out. Um, and now he's here against Ibushi and fucking is as cocky as ever. You know what I mean? He just won the cup and he did. That's one of the only losses he, he You cut out yeah, again. Yeah. Say did that sentence again.
2: You cut out there. Say it one more time.
0: Um, I just said this was one of the Okada match. Even though he, he won the cup, lost to Okada. I mean, there's no shame Okada. You know, during his title reign. So, I mean, this match just fucking rocked, man. And it's super nostalgic for me. Just the Taka Noku introducing. Like, I've seen, like, I just remember, like, when I fucking turned on New Japan World the day after this thing started. And I fast forwarded. And I was trying to find where this match started. I just remembered. This was the first thing I saw was the Taka Noku. And so, when this started here, it literally broke. Man. I remember watching this shit. It's just, it's nostalgic. Which is weird to think something from 2018 is nostalgic. But, you know, it's 2022,
4: so... I'm glad I completely forgot about it until you started talking about the Takamishinoku. He talks so much shit in that promo, he's like, no one's gonna fucking win. Everyone's gonna tap out. (laughs) And he just keeps going, and then Don Callis is like, that shit gets longer and longer every fucking time. (laughs) All
2: right. We are at our main event, and it's important that I say this. Before you turn this podcast off, I know there's boring stuff at the end, Stick around because I have a story that none of these guys know that I read today and it made me laugh. Um, but with that said, our main event Tetsuya Naito versus Kenny Omega. Um, I've said it a few times, but Naito does absolutely nothing for me. Um, with that said, this match was amazing. (laughs) That Casey eats shit. Um, you get like a dickish tranquilo pose from, uh, naito and then you immediately see omega like fuck this i hate this guy like i want to kill this man um which made me laugh um even if you're watching this with fresh eyes you could tell that these guys have faced off plenty of times just by like that like the few opening sequences there um kenny hits like a crossbody dive over the barrier and it was beautiful um here's where we like i literally was like pause, let me write these fucking sequences down, because I was popping for every one of them.
0: Mm. Uh, the
2: Snapdragon into a gut-wrench powerbomb from Kenny was so goddamn sick, uh, Uh, and then it was immediately followed by a V-trigger, and then into a Poison Rana reversal from Naito, who was out, and just did it out of instinct, which was awesome. Um, then Naito followed that up with a Topper of Rana, and ultimately he hit Gloria for a near-fall. Uh, then you get a V-trigger, into a destino counter into some sort of like weird pile driver counter from Kenny. Um, I was exhausted at this point. I was like, this is <clears throat> fucking nuts. This is wild. Um, Naito hits destino for a crazy close near fall. Omega counters a destino attempt into a sit out tombstone into a V trigger. And then the one winged angel for the pinfall victory. God damn it. This was the best nito match I've ever watched. It was four and three quarters, and I'm starting with Patty Mills.
1: I went four and three quarters as well. You hit all the fucking mainstays of the match, dude. And uh, I mean, I, and me saying that makes me just feel like I'm downplaying it, but it was just fucking amazing, dude. Like that whole sequence, like, Corwin's, like, me and Corbin cr- but watch his back, and it was just like, fuck, fuck, fuck. What the fuck! Like, it, it was, was like so- it
2: was twenty three minutes, and it's like the last ten minutes is yeah, fucking nuts,
4: overdrive. Bananas,
1: dude. And like the first time I watched this match, I don't know, uh, I was exhausted. I think it really, really was. So it didn't really hit me until I watched it again. Like how fucking great this match is, and it's like it's definitely, in my opinion, the best match on the card. Um, I went four and three quarters. And I think it's my highest rated rated match of both blocks, and I'm sticking fucking to it. It's fucking great.
3: I love it. Cortland. I went four and three quarters. Um, these guys beat the shit out of each other. I mean, this is so close to being a five-star match, but I, I also am not the biggest fan of Naito. Um, it's it's kind of like how Ethan feels about Jay White. I just kind of feel indifferent, man. Like, I don't feel invested in like anything that you're giving me. Um, most of the time, anything that's going on, whoever you're facing, really doesn't matter who it is. I'm more so invested in the story that they're telling rather than the story that you're attempting to tell, um, but dude, this match is crazy. Genitonic is fantastic in this match. Um, these guys beat each other half to death with just reversal for finisher, reversal for finisher, reverse Rana, poison Rana. Uh, it's never ending. I believe there's a there's a double hook, sit down, pile driver. From Kenny in this match, that, yeah, that I mean, even brutal, the ref man. is like, "What are you doing? Like, what the fuck was that?" Um, they they do so much that it's hard to even like try to digest it all in one sitting. Um, because I mean, it's twenty three minutes, and like Mike said, the last ten minutes is painful. Just these guys are fucking killing each other. Um, I got nothing negative to say about it, honestly it could have gone another minute or two and I wouldn't have been upset. Uh, it just felt like it was never exhausting. I never got tired of it. Um, and that's always a good thing when you're pulling the long stretch for one of these main events in a tournament. So, uh, sh- sorry I ever shit on Kenny Omega.
2: I was gonna say, I, I wasn't gonna acknowledge it, dude, but you've gone, like, I think you've realized that New Japan Kenny is different. There's just fucking, fucking life. Idiot.
3: I mean, I've mean, i enjoyed Kenny's work in Japan. My, Like I've always said, my biggest gripe with Kenny is just that there's too much taunting. You don't make me believe shit when someone's standing outside for 30 seconds while you point at them, shoot at the sky, point at your feet, fucking kamikami ha, and then dive. Like, the dude's standing there forever waiting for you. I will like, say,
4: his transition back to the States, it's gotten... Some of those some of those moments have gotten a little longer because it was pretty much like a he's outside touchdown fucking go in this match like it was quick with it so,
3: um in the beginning it's good man they're just being assholes to each other doing each other's poses and uh, kind of like just trying to steal each other's moves uh and the crowd ate that shit up and uh, that's exactly what you want whenever you're moving into these tournaments that are. Exhaustingly long. You have these two guys who are going to be able to put on this match and keep people invested. I mean, from night one to night two, there's already been a bump in attendance. So a, I mean, a drop. It,
2: oh, was it, was it a like drop? Forty people less. And I'm like, night two was arguably better. But I'm, I'm yeah, just saying, I mean, whoever put like these together, on paper, it's better.
3: Um, that's surprising. I feel like uh, moving, forward, we're going to see it grow because I'm. It, how can it not? after you
0: see something like this, it's right? Re- so uh, during the week though, I'm pretty sure. Well it's just like and it's a smaller venue.
4: It's just fucked up when you look at the blocks though, and it's like I'm excited for every possible matchup on like for the most part, like on the B side. And the A side I'm like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> There's like a couple that I'm excited to watch, but it's all it's basically your main and your co main at that point and having those guys mix around, but like There's a lot of good shit that's coming out of the B block, and I'm like, who did this? (laughs) Who did this to these guys? This is fucked up.
2: Ethan. Oh, man. Um, I know, dude, four and three quarters. We have three of us down. I don't know if Casey's going to be on that wave, but you're going to fuck it up, and I can tell by your face.
0: Two and a half. No, four Four and a half. half. Um, Okay. Four and a half. (laughs) Um, And and just to touch back, well, no, never mind. That doesn't matter. Go ahead. Um, One thing I want to say. Touch off on the whatever, dirt, dude. You're fine. I was just going to say, I actually enjoyed Ibushi and Zack Sabre Jr. better on this rewatch than I did when I watched it initially. Mm-hmm. I bumped my rating up. This rating, I kept the same as what I did when I watched it initially. I just find okay. it interesting. Um, but one thing off the rip, this match just made me miss Kenny Omega. Oh, in wrestling. You know what I mean? It's like, fuck, man. Just to think about the fact that, you know, we were getting this dude... Free TV for like three years straight, you know? Dude, I mean, and also like,
3: I pointed out to Pat in this pay per view, every person that they're trying, the commentary is trying to give yo. credibility. It is always he beat Kenny or he almost beat Kenny. And that's your credibility. Like that's that's the standard. <laughs> that's the pinnacle, that's that's the pinnacle. The pinnacle <laughs> you know? Like either he helped him 20 minutes the- or he actually beat him <clears> somehow. <throat> Yeah, So, like, it's crazy to see that, like, that's
0: how AEW is also running this. Like, who's beat Kenny Omega? Dude's really a superhero. Yeah, yeah. Your world change. And the superhero thing, that's the biggest thing to it. And um, not to start a discussion on it, but I think the reason, uh, like, the stuff that Cortland mentions doesn't bother me as much with his taunts and stuff, I feel like part of the reason I like Omega and Obushi so much is they feel larger than life in a way <laughs> that I don't see – that guy out on the side waiting because you're just like, God damn, this dude's so fucking cool. He's doing this fucking shit. He does a fucking Hadouken, you know what I mean? Yeah. Play video games or watch that shit. I don't know what the fuck that shit is, but it's like, you feel, it feels fucking organic as fuck coming from this guy who's a dork, but also a fucking insane athlete. You know what I mean? And so just Omega Nobushi caught me at a young age and my belief, I feel like will forever be suspended (laughs) with them too, just because, you know, you just get in awe of these certain individuals and you don't see these flaws sometimes mm-hmm. um but and that's why I, the only reason I main reason I brought up what to debate but like at the beginning when they trade their taunts fucking Nido and Omega it's just like oh that's immediately, good shit. Like, immediately, that immediately like that I love
3: like that I love cuz that's storytelling that's just trying to get into your opponent's skins trying to get into their head it's telling what the duration of this match is supposed to be
0: the, and the, like the, I said, my
3: problem is just like, I don't want someone waiting on you to finish pointing at the sky, the ground, that fan, that fan, and then do something. Or rather you just point at him and do it.
0: And so, and then also, um, just the fucking Omega taunting him almost with the belt. Because the story of this is, last year, Nido beat Omega in the G1 Finals. Naito got his shot against Okada in January and he lost. Kenny worked his way back up, got his shot at Dominion and obviously won. So fucking the look Kenny gives Naito when he shows him that belt, like I did it and you fucking couldn't, you know, you beat me last year, but that's who fucking cares. I still won the big one when I fucking got there. Just like so many little things. When I saw this opening portion that I, for some reason forgot about when I initially watched this, I wanted to be like, damn. I, I, in my head, I was like, damn, this might, could be a five-star match. Um, But there was just a little portion in there where, not that I thought it was bad, but there was just a portion in there in between the beginning and when they fucking went balls to the wall where I was like, okay, nah, this isn't a five-star match. It's really good, but there's just a little where if they would have done stuff a little differently, I could have definitely seen myself going five because the story, the taunts, and then that fucking finishing stretch are just fucking bonkers. Um, And, you know, I'm kind of similar with y'all about Naito. You know, I've never... I think I appreciate him a little bit more than some of y'all do, but I still am not fucking invested in Naito. I'm never really excited about a Naito match. Um, His best opponents are Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi, and that's mainly because they push him outside the box, and he goes... That's the thing. Naito does go nuts in these matches. Crazy fucking shit. But then also, it's who he's with. And then, just because the biggest story in Naito's career has been can he beat Okada, which has been a lot of people's stories, but... It's always a good one, and their matches together are always good. But other than that, you know, I'm never gonna fucking piss the bed and piss my underwear about Naito. But this fucking ruled four and a half. Kenny beats Naito, man. What the fuck is that analogy, dude? All right, man. All right. Never gonna piss the bed and piss my undies about. (laughs) I will piss them about Ibushi and Omega. I have no fucking Damn. shame in you me gonna gonna piss, You gonna piss the boy and Mark. And Mark. <sighs> I
3: think Ethan said he was gonna take a piss on Kenny Omega. I mean, he said, he said I don't mean a piss on Jay
1: White. I think it's. Which I you an analogy kid. I wanted to make. Fucking Pied Piper over here,
2: Casey. Bro,
4: I'm just saying it's fucked up that you make you let him go before me, and he says weird shit like this, and then I and have then to, you have like, to come <laughs> in. I yeah. have to say anything <laughs> afterwards now. <laughs> Like what the fuck? <laughs> I I gave it a four and a half. It could be a four and three quarters. It could be a five. Eh, probably a four and three probably quarters. Is. Probably a four and three quarters. It's probably that's probably where it should be at. I gave it a four and a half. I'm confused. it and three eighths.
1: four and
2: sixteen? Uh, <laughs> four <laughs> and six, eight. <laughs> God damn it!
4: I mean, like yeah. At this point, there's not a whole lot I can really talk about that we haven't already said uh all i'm gonna say is that taking a v trigger to the back of the fucking head is oh no. threw
2: up I, into no. the, into the the turnbuckle pad
4: i i wrote v trigger to the back of the head throw up emoji like that was literally like it's on my notes Is the little dude just puking i was like this is fucked up but yeah like that whole end sequence is fucking nuts and like that weird like almost countered out of the one-winged angel into that weird pile driver i was like what the fuck is that i paused it and i went i don't know what the fuck that was and i went back and i watched it I was like i still don't know what that was
0: i don't i don't know if anyone's mentioned it but the one-winged angel attempt on the top turnbuckle yeah. dude I, I think water, I texted
4: bro. you this I was like if he actually hit a one wing angel from the top rope instant five stars the, yeah, that right. match could have ended right then <laughs> and there it could have been three minutes of fucking super one wing angel you know, over the match is over how do you even pull that off dude don't know don't care if it ever here.
3: happens Wait. instant five
4: <laughs> like he was setting up and I was like this isn't fucking happening I was like I know but he never fucking go
3: gets. up there with them in already in position, like you'd probably be able to get them there on the second, but like getting to the third, I feel like you're gonna die if you get hit with that shit. Like, yeah,
1: <laughs> that's <laughs> why it's you fine. get a you get you, a if five star last match we, ever. Last, last,
0: <laughs> Fucking Kenny's little fucking shit. He be saying before he hits moves. He said, "You will not escape." You know, I was <laughs> gonna say, I
4: was like, because a lot of things. Lot of, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cover it because like there's some things like I, I 100% agree with with Corlin. I will say if I never have to hear, you can't escape. Right before he does that move, I will be happy. It's I'm, so sick. <laughs> I hate oh, no it. Because he, like he always tries to do it early on in the match, and it always gets countered. So it's like 45 yeah. minutes into a match, and he can barely breathe as it is. And he's like, you can't escape. And like I'm like, just fucking do this shit. Just do the weird roll and do the fucking moonsault. Didn't he, uh,
3: didn't he took- do the you can't see me? In, uh, Maybe in this one, I think he said that you can't see me in the fireman's carry for this one. Did he?
0: Just, there was a lot I of like. That, sorry, I just love that he doesn't try to be a tough guy about it. That's another nah. thing I love about it. Like, he's a fucking great athlete, and a great fucking wrestler, but he's not macho man. like no. I'm gonna fuck you up. He's just like, oh, oh I'm a dork, but I can fucking Macho, that. <laughs> macho man never <gasps> swears. There's a whole, even, never, There's all. There's man. a whole rap
4: album that proves that he never swears. No, Cream talking.
3: always raises wait, wait. To wait.
1: Time, 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 time. The hell are you talking about, Casey?
4: Macho Man Randy Savage has a rap album.
3: Yeah, you didn't know that, bro. He has a whole form. diss track about Hulk Thank Hogan. It's fucking good. Up and Over podcast. <laughs>
4: <laughs> he says Casey, that he's gonna go he's gonna kick some butt in it. Um, uh, I gave it four and a half. I'm, yeah. Okay.
2: All right, fellas, we've reached the end of the. Uh, G1 Climax Night 1 and 2. Um, before we go, like I said, I wanted to tell a story, but of course I'm going to get my plugs in, Up and upandoverpodcast.com for all your Up and Over Podcast merchandise. You'll also find Up and Over Breakdown on there that, um, Casey, myself, Cortland, and then sometimes Ethan's there, I guess. Uh, he did one of them with us, which was cool. When, when y'all did Masawa Kabashi, I popped up. That's true. Um, you'll check them out on up and upandoverpodcast.com. That's the only place you're going to find them. Um... If you listen to this, rate, review um, on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify. Um, also subscribe, like, comment, share, all the fun bullshit on YouTube. Um, here's my story. Story time. I get a note. <laughs> I see you, Ethan. It's fun. I get a note. I'm looking at my, my Google Chrome on my phone, and it's like you get like these little excerpts of like, oh, the, you might find this interesting. Wheeler Yuta talks about Nick Gage, and I was interested. And the payoff is at the end of this. On travelling he did an interview and on traveling with Nick Gage on the Independence, he said, quote, Nick Gage is incredible. He's one of the most real, genuine human beings I've ever met. There was a point on the Independence where twice a month we would go to Ohio, then back to Massachusetts, and then home. We would do that loop all the time. The life experience that guy has was so interesting just to hear different things he's done in life. But yeah, obviously get into the bank stuff and talk to him about that. But he's just such an incredible person but this is where shit goes south. But I do remember the first time I rode with him. I had met him just a few times. He wasn't feeling well, so he was kind of quiet throughout the ride. Then we get about 30 minutes away from the building, and he wanted to amp himself up. He wanted to get hyped up. He was like, what do you do to get hyped up? I look over, and he's... (laughs) and he's watching videos of people confessing to murders. (laughs) He's like... He's like, quote, I'm a killer. I'm a killer, Yuda. When I read that, oh my god.
0: First off, firstly, you said that he wasn't feeling well. So I'm keeping Nikki quiet in the back seat with his nipples.
2: I'm a killer, you. <laughs> I'm a fucking killer, man. But he doesn't. I want to know what he's watching on. Like he's watching on like an old fucking BlackBerry from like 07. Yeah, because <laughs> like
4: for fucking context, oh, he just
3: got an iPhone like two months ago. A man's holding a BlackBerry Torch. He is to
4: the internet,
2: dude. I'll... He's watching it on like a shitty sidekick that's half broken. Watching um,
1: oh, murder dude,
2: Yeah, let me read that again. He said. He was like, what do you do to get hyped up? I look over, and he's watching videos of people confessing to murders. He's like, quote, I'm a killer. I'm a killer, Yuda." That is a crazy man.
0: <laughs> and that is the story that I want to leave off with. Um, he had that smirk on his face he always has, too, after
2: <laughs> I Listen, man. Nick Gage,
0: what a I guy. send it in the chat what he looked like when he did it. Continue, Mike. God
2: com for all your Up and Over merch. You'll also find Up and Over Breakdown on there. Um, like I said, like and uh, review, rate, comment, subscribe, all the fun bullshit. Uh, tell your friends that we need matches to do our Up and Over Breakdown 4. Uh, that's where we go back, we watch one match, like, together. Um, and we talk about it as it's happening. It's a fun time, and we want to do everybody's favorite match, so... Tell us your favorite match. Tell uh, get your friends to tell us your favorite, like their favorite matches. Your parents, everybody. Um, up and over Pod on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. And uh, yeah, from there you'll find all of our personal social media. You guys are pieces of shit. I know that Ethan sent it in the. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a killer. I'm yeah. a killer. Yuda. What was the show on that? God day I love that man dude oh, I love man. Nicky's Nick Gage. A ding, man I'm telling you man uh, <laughs> guys for Cortland for Pat for Casey for Ethan uh I promise you that uh next week I will have a different nickname for Cortland uh but I'm gonna get us out of here you guys have a great week we'll see you back here next weekend